You're listening to Paper Airplanes, a podcast where we explore the lives and stories of healthcare travelers all over the country. Hey, travelers, we're winding down 2019 and we wanted to wrap up our podcast this year with a face-to-face hangout with one of our local travelers. So myself and another member of our Fusion Marketing team sat down at Barchin Beer House in Benson, Omaha with Brenda and LPN to toast the new year, have some snacks, and talk about traveling, the holidays, and new goals for the upcoming year. I will apologize for some of the audio. We were in a bar and there was some very loud and spirited patrons happening. So despite our lapel mics, there's a bit of background noise, Um, but we consider it an ambience to our happy hour and kind of hope you will too. Cheers. Awesome. Pretzel crumbs off my little sheet here. (laughs) All right, so we are starting off um, this podcast with something a little different. Um, We normally... Uh, have all of our travelers on the phone because all of you are in a million different places and not always in Omaha. We are very lucky to have Brenda who is in Omaha Um, and so we decided to get together and have some happy hour uh, food and appetizers and drinks and just kind of talk to her about her travel life and what she's been up to and how her year has been. Um, I'm also here with Amanda. She is also part of the marketing team. Hi! (laughs) Happy to be here. (laughs) So here we are. We're just going to kind of chat it up and and do that. So hopefully you enjoy. Um, So, Brenda, hi. Hi! Um, so what do you what do you do? So, um, like I said before, I'm an LPN and I work in nursing homes. So, mm-hmm. it's kind of sometimes nursing kind of has to be a jack of all trades sometimes. Sure. And um, we, you try to get all the things done with the many um, interruptions that you get. And um, but it's all it's. It's all worth it though because it's all towards the resident and make their home, you know, that's where you're working in is their home. And so uh, it's, um, I give out medications, I give out, um, I do treatments, I talk to um, the nurse practitioner or the doctor that if we need to make some changes for the resident. Let's see, order lab work, draw labs. Um, you name it. Yeah. Um, we do it. What is the most challenging part of your job? <sighs> um, I I get frustrated sometimes with um, either not being able to find something, and you wanna because you know you you only have so much time mm-hmm. for each. Um, thing and then when you have to spend an hour on something that you can't really spend the time on but I just take some deep breaths and say okay so we'll just move on you can't do anything about it so you just move on Um, that and some oh sometimes families and they want they want things like five minutes ago and you try to explain to them that 
that's unfortunately that we can't do it that fast because we have other people we have to take care of too but we never say that but we just try to you know um do the best we can yeah um and uh and a lot of them are thankful for what we do and and uh stuff yeah well i mean you're taking care of their loved one essentially i think that that is such a um a fulfilling job but like I think like what I had said before, um, probably a very difficult one, but also very fulfilling at the same time. And so I feel like anyone that has family that has been cared for, um, I mean, you have to take a mental break as a family member. Like you have to sometimes hand the reins over to somebody else because like that can get, I don't know, it can get overwhelming, I think, for a lot of people. And not one person can always reconcile their emotions with what needs to happen and like what like needs to go on and what they want to do and all the control being in one category and being ruled by like caring for someone so much you know you have to you have to have help everyone needs help mm-hmm. so that's super important yeah but, um how we totally skipped this section sorry there's loud people in this bar i don't know we're, rowdy. <laughs> we're not rowdy like these guys over here but like you know in case this gets picked up in audio we're <laughs> we're here with some people that are discussing sports so you know go sports teams and stuff um but um so you have how long have you been um doing what you do so <clears throat> i've been traveling for uh four years four years in november and um i am a divorced woman and i'm on my own single independent very happy with that situation you know yeah cheers to that yeah let's do a cheers yeah yeah living your best independent life independent women uh-huh and um so uh, and my kids are older, yeah. and they have their own lives. So um, I decided to, and I love to travel. I love to travel. Um, so when um, I was growing up, we'd go out to Colorado skiing once a year. Yeah. Um, I was an exchange student in Germany one summer. Wow. So, so you know um, about German beer. We're at, we're at a German <laughs> bu- uh, beer house right now, and I was trying to order something, and I was like, I don't know how to pronounce this. So it's in it's in my blood. So um, I'm very very fortunate and blessed that I can do this for a living. That's awesome. So you okay? So you've been traveling for four years. You said you were with Fusion for a year and a half. Yeah, I think it's more like yeah, a year and a half. Yeah, I think so. And you've been to list all those places that you said you've been to before we were recording. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Iowa, South Dakota, uh, Michigan, Maine, Utah. Wow. So, um, a lot of Midwest places. Yeah, that's yeah. where a lot of the jobs are is in Midwest. Yeah. Cool. And but um, every once in a while, I got lucky with Maine and Utah. Mm-hmm. And um, with Maine, I got along the Atlantic River. I mean, oh, the ocean. No, excuse yeah, me. And um, it was just gorgeous there. And even um, my contract started in January, and I drove through a snowstorm to get there. But um, that's that's what life's about, right? Life's an adventure. So, um, 
and uh, Utah. I had never seen anything like that before. I hear it's beautiful there. I haven't really spent any time in Utah. And um, yeah, and they have like about five national parks there. Cool. Oh, wow, that's cool. So that's really cool. And um, and I stayed in Moab, and it's like the center of dirt bikes and wow. ATVs and bicycles and you name it they yeah. have that there so that's fun yeah a lot of opportunities to get outside and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure yeah yeah right now we're dealing with 13 degree weather in yeah. Omaha, Nebraska so <laughs> <laughs> even parking outside of here I was like uh is it more than 10 feet how do I how do I do this <laughs> but you know I should know after that many years spending time in the Midwest in the winter, but you know. You're never prepared. No, you're never No, uh-uh, and you never want it to come. (laughs) Every year you're like, it's not going to be that cold. It's going to be fine. I'll be doing things outside this winter. And then you're like, no, I'm not. 13. There's five sheets of ice on the ground. Forget it. Um, Yeah. Well, that sounds exciting. Is there any places that you haven't been that you want to go? Do you have like a travel bucket list? Um... Yeah, I kind of like to go to Arizona. Okay, yeah. And um, I've never been to Texas. I'd like to go to the southern states mm-hmm. um, and the east coast, west coast. I'd like to go to Washington State. Yeah. Um, it's gorgeous up there. So just where the beauty is and yeah. everybody, I mean, every state has its own beauty. So Absolutely. So where are you, where are you from originally? Um, originally from uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I thought I saw, I heard a little bit of that. <laughs> I have family from Minnesota, and it's very uh, similar. And I was like, oh, she might be a Minnesotan. I'm not sure. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Very similar, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. What, uh, what part of Wisconsin? Um, the South Central. I'm okay. about a uh, half hour uh, south of Madison. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's, um, you know, really easy to go to Madison for anything, or Milwaukee, or even Chicago. It's yeah. really easy. Is that where your um, your kids are, or your other family? My um, my kids are in Madison and in Janesville. Oh, okay. And so it's very easy to. Is Janesville pretty? I don't know where that's at. So that's close. not about twenty minutes away from where I'm living. Awesome. Where I live, yeah. Very cool. So, yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've spent any time in Wisconsin. Yeah, I've um, been to Milwaukee for like a long weekend. Okay. Um, it was actually a really cool city. Not good things. Kind of similar looking in some areas. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee. I yeah. Like some of the older like industrial buildings like are really a mid, cool. like a Midwest kind of. The architecture feel. was really neat. Yeah. I was surprised. Um, yeah. They have some good little like niches there. I heard there's good breweries. For sure. So. Yeah. I mean. Wisconsin, mm-hmm. they know their cheese and their beer. Yeah, and cheese like, and beer. Like both yeah. of those things, so that sounds great. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a good trip. So this is the final podcast episode that we're going to be recording for the year. So our huge theme around this is coming out on um, the 23rd of December, so the day before Christmas. So we kind of just wanted to also kind of theme some of the conversation around like how your year went and like what did you accomplish this year that you wanted to accomplish and. All of that. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy um, questions. Heavy questions for, for a happy hour night, right? <laughs> well, um, traveling has um, let me take my sons on trips that I would never 
be able to afford because yeah. I took my uh, my older son to Chicago by train oh, cool. and we went and saw Hamilton Fun. so that was so cool so cool and then um, my younger son I took him to Disney That's awesome. so and that was that had been a long time thing for me too yeah. so um, that was pretty awesome and then um, I'm working towards a trip to Belize in May, so that's that's my uh, yeah. No kids and just me. Just you, just a solo Belize trip. That's yeah. awesome. We should do another cheers to that solo trip. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I love that. I, I that's definitely a goal of mine is to go to a different country, like different culture, mm -hmm. by myself. I think. Yeah. It would definitely be a growth experience. Yeah. <laughs> Just being way out of your element. Yeah, I figure it out yourself. I would yeah. like to go to Morocco and just be dropped in the middle of like a bazaar in Morocco and just be like, I don't know, figure it out. There you go. <laughs> Enjoy. Like, mm -hmm. it's so fun. Because then I, you just kind of learn so much about yourself when you travel on your own. Yeah, so. I have. Yeah, that's one thing over the four years I've learned how to be more independent or take mm -hmm. care of things and not re really rely on anybody except yeah. myself. Well, and it's interesting because it's kind of a juxtaposition to like what your job is. Like people are relying on you for so much, and then you're relying on yourself for like your travel life too. So it's what an interesting and awesome balance to have. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um. So for the holidays, what are you? What are you doing for the holidays? What are your um, well, uh, Sunday is my, um, I'm going back home to Wisconsin because okay. my contract ends on the 14th. Okay. And then um, we were going to go to Double Dare Live. What's that? Double Dare, did you, it was a show in the 80s. Okay. I'm, so I was you're, born in 84, so. <laughs> well, it, maybe you just didn't watch it because um, my uh, younger son is was born in 84 and anyway, and he... Mark Summers and Double Dare, and they're going around the country doing live shows oh, of the of the, and you get smashed, and I mean you get uh, gooed, oh, you get and goo yeah, oh, goo fun. on you, and you do the challenges and all that stuff. But fun. we um, the show got canceled unfortunately, so we're gonna go to uh, Dave and Buster's instead. Oh, that'll be fun. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. That'll be very cool. Yeah. Awesome. And um, I think maybe we go to the um, Cheesecake Factory yeah. for Christmas Eve. That'll be good. Because I'm not a good cook good cook anymore. Well, you know, and why because would you want, I mean, if you don't want to either. Like, I know. Like, huh. Cooking for one is no fun anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so. Some good things. You can indulge in. They have plenty of options I mean, there. <laughs> right. Actually, funny enough, yeah. her and I were in Seattle, like, what was it? Over this year for work, and we kept walking by to get to our conference from our hotel. We were walking by a cheesecake factory every day, and every day she had to put up with me being like, I really need to just get some cheesecake before we like go back to our hotel. <laughs> finally, I was like, Look, I'm doing it. I'm just going in. I'm going to grab a cheesecake to go, and it's going to happen. Yep. And it was awesome, and it was everything I wanted. So <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. I couldn't stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it was gone down. Like, every morning, like, I need to get some cheesecake. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, great. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I love cheesecake factory. Awesome. So that's yeah. Cool. 
Um, what do you do? You usually um, go home for the holidays, or like, how do you kind of? You know, a lot of travelers have a hard time kind of figuring out what to do for the holidays. If they should like go home, or if they should take a tra- an assignment over the holidays and like get extra money, or like what their plan is. If like maybe they have family that. Um, they can't get home to or if they're spending the holidays alone on their assignment like how do you kind of reconcile those things well you just kind of make new tradition new traditions you know and um, and my my kids they want to they know what they want to do and I'm say fine let's you know let's do it because I'm not home as much so um, and they keep track of you know where I'm going next and I make sure I tell them and um, my younger son likes to get postcards and so I'll send him postcards and um, so it all goes around the family you know and if, if if you can't then you know you just do the best you can for what you uh, what you got have you ever taken an assignment over the holiday? I have, because the one, nope, that wouldn't have been. When I was out in Utah, I okay. was there over the holidays. And um, that facility was so nice. Um, I got a Christmas present from them. I got part of their Christmas dinner, prime rib. You know, they really um, treated me like an employee yeah. and not a traveler. So it was, it was really nice. And so... You just do something that you might not usually do or celebrate something, you know, go out to dinner at a nice place or I know it's not, you know, what you really, maybe it's not what you really want, but it's at least a different option that you can can do. Yeah, something different, even though maybe it's not your standard being with your family kind of thing. It's Mm -hmm. you kind of make make the most of it and kind of try something new. Yeah, Yeah, because I went to... uh, myself and another traveler on Thanksgiving, we okay. went to uh, Cracker Barrel. Oh, I love Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yeah, Cracker Barrel is so good. I know, and they had the uh, turkey and ham nice. and yeah. stuffing, and you know, we just got to eat and we didn't have to do any dishes. Yeah, just sit there. And yeah, uh huh. Awesome. So that's cool too. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um. So what is one of your, speaking of holiday experiences, what is one of your most memorable holiday experiences as a traveler? Um, I think it was Thanksgiving again, and my cousin that lives in um, South Dakota invited me to um, his family's Thanksgiving. So that was really, that was really special. When was that, like a a random Thanksgiving, like a few years ago? Yeah, it was when I first started traveling, and um, this cousin, uh, when I was growing up, we used to go out to the farm. They lived on a farm in South Dakota. So that's where my dad's family was from. And so um, we'd go out there every summer and, you know, do the farm thing with the chickens and the cows and horses and whatever, you know. And so he was most gracious and invited me to, you know, his family's Thanksgiving. That's good. And we kind of, yeah, caught up a little bit and and it was fun. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Have you been like down in the Benson area or like anywhere near here much? Actually, it's really weird because um, I wanted to get, I really try to push myself out and try, you know, local f- food places yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. And um, 
the night was it 1912? Ooh, yeah. yeah. I went there and had a burger. Did you like it? Yes. Yeah, their yes. burgers are pretty great. Yeah. And so it was funny. I was driving. And, oh, this looks kind of familiar. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of small little spots around here with really unique food. Like really mm-hmm. good. Like I'm trying the to ramen some, place. Yeah, if you like ramen, that's a it's an interesting place to go. Um, if you're a sushi person, mm-hmm. Yoshitomo, um, a little bit further down on the south. End of this block. Yeah, end of the block. Um, it's okay. Amazing. Okay. Uh, some of the best sushi I've ever had, and um, they're what they're like. Sit at the bar because like if you're just like, hey, I don't really know like what I want. That their chefs like will just be like, well, what do you like? What is like this is? They'll give you like little tastings of stuff too, and mm. they're just great. It's a really great place. I recommend it a lot. Yeah. Cool. So, I'll try that. Yeah, and then um, um, Ray. It reminds me of a big, bigger city restaurant almost because it is so <coughs> small. Yeah, and the, the chef and there, like he, he sources everything from Japan. Yeah. He is very, very. Um, Committed, I guess, to uh, to making sure that you have like the top quality ingredients. But he also it does it's not expensive. Like I really went in there expecting to spend a lot of money, and mm-hmm. it was it was the same, if not less, than other sushi places. Yeah, they have a good happy hour too. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, yeah, and Ray gave me um, three happiness. Oh, oh the Chinese gosh. place. Oh. Yes, my mm-hmm. favorite Chinese. It's, it's my kind favorite of ruined too. every other Chinese movie. I know, it's so I know. Good. and um, I had the crab meat rangoons, and they're really yummy, awesome. really awesome, yeah. They give you so much food there, too. I know, I think I still it. have leftovers in my yeah, refrigerator. Like lunch and dinner. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, um, I love that place. I'm trying to think of other places around here. I, I live around here, so I probably should know more. There's a lot of bars here, though. It's a, it's a kind of a bar area. Um, there's a cute little wine bar that just opened up that's called Eleven Eleven, mm. and I haven't been there yet. It opened up like a week and a half ago. Yeah, so I still haven't been there yet. But mm-hmm. I hear really good things about it, so that's kind of cool. You're the wine, wine place. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of good little little like niches too yeah i think that like blackstone district is pretty good too they have um the night owl is night owl is fun like they have really good food and really good drinks but it's also like if you get there at the wrong time you're going to be waiting forever to like it's very crowded like it gets very crowded at certain times so it's it's like whatever but but it's good food. They have uh, tachos, so like nachos, but they're like tots. <laughs> and I'm like, that's genius. Why would I? Everyone should do this. Why is that not a thing? So yeah, yeah, I like that place. I love it. And then I don't know what other stuff is. Early birds over there. Uh, that's one of my favorite brunch places. If you're mm. a brunch person, I super am. They have they, like they have a pretty big wave. Yeah, yeah. They're like an hour wave on Sundays for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you're going to be, like, walking around. Yeah, and if it, it's kind of worth it. I think it's worth it. Yeah. They also have, like, a section well, where you can like, drink coffee and hang out before mm-hmm. you go. So it's not like you're just sitting there waiting for your stuff. You're like, I can have a coffee and, like, talk. And, so. and then I went to um, Rolled Ice Cream Place. Oh, I've heard good things about that, but I haven't yes. been there. Yes. Is it great? Yes, it is. Is it's, it, like, the mochi ice cream or it's, different? 
I don't know. They just yeah. they have a, the big plate and then okay. they roll it. I think I even have pictures of it on my on your phone. On my phone, cause nice. I don't think I've tried that then. Oh my gosh! Oh wow! That's cool. Yeah, that and it was really, really cool. good. It was oh pum gosh. pumpkin spice and. Yum. That looks like, so like it's like yeah, and that, I think that's downtown, right? Yeah, it's kind of a fickle thing because um, I always find my own housing because the housing stipend, if I don't use it, then I'm able to still keep the money. I don't have to give it back. Yeah, you know. So um, I try to lowball on my housing. So then I can pay towards my bills or yeah. you know do more fun things, you know. Yeah, so you have the leftover money. Yeah, so um, that's that's the hardest part I think is the housing part because yes, I want to go to Stowe, Vermont, and yes, I want to go to Burlington, Vermont, but <clears throat> the the rent is just out of control, and I don't want to have to work eighty hours a week to pay for my housing Absolutely. so um, that's why I've kind of um, I like smaller facilities mm -hmm. but smaller facility means you know smaller towns and less uh, housing available or else you have to drive quite a ways yeah so and I know one of my traveler friends she drives an hour okay. to yeah. her um, to her work so and that I did that once too. I guess I should I should say that, but um, yeah, that's that's the uh, I'm <clears throat> I've extended at my contract right now. Mm -hmm. So and I'm staying at an extended stay hotel, which is it's on the expensive side. Right. And so now I'm trying to find some place in Omaha to stay at a. Um, I got a lined up a studio apartment oh, yeah. and yeah. so and even it has furnished well it's got has a bed and a table and a TV sure. and a stove and a refrigerator so that's in a bathroom of course but so that's about all I need yeah because I also like to read a lot and just kind of chill out and watch TV and so that's you know and that's more affordable than the um, the extended stay so you know you just do what you have to do you know maybe you have to pay a little bit more sometimes but then you try to make it up somewhere somewhere else you know do you ever use like Airbnb for like a long term like I, I was always wondering if Airbnb places like work with um, travelers to like make that I did. I I did use Airbnb once, and it wasn't it wasn't a good experience for me. Only because um, I had to cancel sooner than what I thought, and there was all kinds of fees. And I don't know if it's like that anymore. But the lady that I stayed at, she really worked hard to get um, that, so I didn't have to pay all those fees. So. Excuse me, but um, yeah, and usually Airbnb is a little on the expensive side too. So, um, and I'm always looking for sometimes a friend to travel with and, and yeah. share expenses too. Yeah, that's so that you can get a nicer place, you know, if you have two people instead of just one. So. Yeah. Um, does that? How does that work out when you travel with a friend? Do you uh, 
do the studio still, or do you do like a like a two bed, or do you do like a house, or like what? We did a. Um, I did that one time um, two bed. Okay. And um, Just we. Like having a roommate. I know, <laughs> and it's. I call her my sister from another mother, you know. Oh yeah. So she's, um, yeah, we got along really well. So, and we um, divvied up the chores in the house and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, we worked the same shift and it worked out really well. Nice. Was that, where was that at? Was that in? That was um, with a different agency. It it was um, in Story City, Iowa. Oh, okay. And um, so. Fun. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Did you guys get to do like fun stuff together too? Like, yeah. Yeah. Going yeah. State fair stuff. and yeah. yeah. Oh, the state fair is so fun. I know. <laughs> One person stands in line it's for fried Oreos. Yeah. <laughs> stands in line for this other thing, and you're like, "All right, we're meeting back here. We got this." Like, yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> got all your goodies. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I love the state fair. Um, I my stepdad is from uh, Des Moines, so I've been to the state fair a few times. <laughs> I like it's it a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, even for us, we're like, yeah. hey, it's so close. <laughs> yeah, just the food alone, right? Yeah, I know it is worth it. I did stand in line for about thirty minutes for a deep fried Oreo, and it, I, everyone was like, "Was it worth it?" And I'm like, "You know, it really was. Like, it kind of was." <laughs> I like, would I stand in line again? No. Would I would go and get like a deep fryer and a package of Oreos and do it myself? There you Absolutely. go. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And you can say you experienced it. I did. You had yeah. the whole state fair experience. I did. You got to eat some weird fried stuff. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Everything. Um, yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I always wonder about housing. Housing seems to be another um, thing that our travelers really want to talk about all the time because no one ever knows like well do I take a stipend do I do my own thing like what's the best option and it's always I always think it's dependent on like where you're going to be going and like how experienced you are traveling because some people don't really want to haggle on the prices for stuff like I can totally see how someone would want to take a stipend because they're just like I don't want to deal with it it's fine this is done like um, but like in your case where you're like no I want to be able to pay other expenses and not deal with having to give that back at the end of my assignment like totally I can see that point of view too so yeah mm-hmm. yeah oh and there's lots of Facebook groups yeah. also out there for travelers there's one for uh, LPNs just for LPNs or some out there for RNs so um, you can ask any kind of questions and there's all kinds of people that will help you out yeah. I feel like networking is huge like people truly just ask other travelers what to do like more especially than especially about housing because like we were talking yeah. about like that's kind of mm-hmm. like insiders like if you've been there then you probably understand but yeah, yeah. like as an outsider I wouldn't know yeah unless you find it in it, some type of forum like absolutely that. like if you were going to Nashville and you were like hey I don't know like where to stay like is the traffic bad am I gonna have to travel a lot like for this like how far away like how far away is too far away because five miles or something could be nothing or it could be like everything it could be like okay a lot well, of traffic yeah depending yeah. on where you're at and um 
you know, also depending on like what you're interested in, like what neighborhood do you want to stay in? Like if you're going to be in an area that you want, you know, cheaper housing or you want like more availability to certain like nightlife or restaurants or something a little bit mm-hmm. hip or centric to other things. Like I think that there's a lot of options to play when you're yeah. looking at where you're, even yeah. if it's just for like 13 weeks, you're just like, right? okay. <laughs> Still though, you want to feel comfortable. It's yeah. all about finding your right. right balance, right? Because everybody, right. everybody has different preferences. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, that's good. Um, is that probably the most challenging thing about traveling or what do you think is the most challenging thing? Um, I think so, finding the housing and I um, travel with my cat. So, so, um, and sometimes it, and it really hasn't been that big of a deal. I haven't been able to find housing because of my cat. So, um, I think people that rent out realize that people like their pets, you know, and they want pets. So, um, yeah, so they have to. We have to pay a little bit more, but you know that's just the way it is. Yeah. And okay, um, your family, right? Yeah, just like a kid. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, when you travel with with your cat, how do you do? You like drive with your cat, and like, what are the logistics of that? I'm always yeah. curious. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I take my cat in a car. Um, she hates being in like a confined space, but I'm like, it's safer for you. But she'll like smash her face against the mesh, and so I'll be like, okay, it's fine. And sometimes if I let her out, she'll just sit on my lap and like look out the window like a dog. But then there have been the other times that I will be at a stoplight and she will like leap down and like want to like go under a chair or like go somewhere else. And I'm like, no, uh, uh, this is not safe or you know good for driving. And I have to like pull over and like figure it out. So I always wonder like how that. Yeah, she's 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 gotten down the travel part now, but um, I keep her in a you know the carrier thing in oh, my yeah. in my front seat. Okay. So she's my my navigator, and um, <laughs> and she used to cry a lot, but she doesn't anymore. She just falls asleep in her carrier, <laughs> and um, no Sounds use fighting like it, right? <laughs> and. Um, She's uh, she's great. Um, like I said, and I tried that one time yeah. with letting her, you know, roam. roam throughout the car. And she, at first, she just kind of found a spot and kind of curled up. Mm-hmm. But um, then she didn't like it anymore. So we we used that. I put a nice, you know, fleecy thing in there for her to lay on, and so and she's she's good. And I try not to travel too long. Because I, I don't, you know, her bladder and all that say, stuff. Some people put like a litter box on the ground of like their car, and then they like let them have like the back seat or like, I don't know. I've heard that before. I, I think traveling with a cat has got to be a little bit more challenging than dogs are like able to let them out. Yeah. And you're like fine for like a for a bathroom break and stuff, but like cats are a little bit more used to being like in a space and like having their things there and like their travel stuff is a little bit more difficult I think. And I sometimes I have to pack my car to the gills. Oh yeah. So um, there's just there's no room. <laughs> so but you're like you're gonna have to hold it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, how long have you 
traveled with your cat like since the very beginning yep since the very beginning yeah i got her um um probably right after i got out of uh, nurses school okay and so i needed i needed a uh, you know, companions. Yeah, so absolutely. Yep. Awesome. I, I love my pets. I, like, <laughs> I have dogs <laughs> though. You're on the edge of her seat. She's like, let like, me talk I about my dogs. <laughs> I just want to talk about my dogs. Like, <laughs> you know, though, I don't think I could ever travel with my dogs. Um, <laughs> they're totally different than cats, so I know this is different. I just, I love hearing people's like pet stories. Um, but one of my dogs has like motion sickness. He's wonderful at home, like the sweetest dog ever. But the second you get him in a car that's moving, he just barks his face off, and he has a very big bark. <laughs> and I know it's because he's scared or nervous. So yeah, I don't yeah. think a long trip would ever work with that one. <laughs> yeah. I think it's always dependent on their little her like personalities too. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I know people that like put a cat on a leash and they're like, yeah, I go hiking with my cat. Right. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't to it, I think. Yeah, she's like, no way. Yeah, no. Mine like wants to be on the grass for a minute, and I'll put her on the grass, and then she's like, oh my gosh, nature! No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, and then I pick her up. I'm just like, oh, you would last five seconds outside. I don't even understand how some people take their cats like hiking, and I'm like, oh, you're not a hiking cat, are you? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm an ottoman cat. <laughs> yeah. So. That's funny. Well, so what um, What do you want to, since this is going to be, again, the last podcast of the year. Yeah. No pressure. None. <laughs> None, None whatsoever. <laughs> what are your goals for 2020? We're in a new decade. It's a new year and a new decade. I know. And I really, um, after I started traveling, I decided that I have to, pare down so I'm trying to go minimalistic you know in my home and try to get rid of all the stuff that I've accumulated over you know I've been in that house for over 30 years so you accumulate junk and crap and so giving stuff to your sons because my mom's been doing that she retired and she's like gives me totes of stuff randomly she's like do you want this this is something from your childhood and I'm like what Sure, mom. I guess. I know. I ask my boys that too, and um, pay off. Um, I know a lot of travelers pay off their school bills. I have done that, but I have not paid off my house. Okay. So I'm going to work on that, and um, so and get debt free. Yeah. Yeah. Be debt free. Yeah. What professional goals do you have? Are you like gonna still? How long are you planning on traveling? What's your, what's your, um, what's your travel itinerary? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would think maybe ten years at least. Yeah. Another ten years. Very cool. And um, so, um, cause I can't see myself just you know. Yeah, another yeah, another one. one. I'm, I'm I'll have another process too. Thank you. And um, I don't know because I want to do so much more still. I want to still travel Europe and yeah. go to Egypt and go, you know. And um, I don't mean mean to be a name dropper, but my cousin is Lindsay Vaughn. Ooh, that's cool. 
and um, she um, um, she went to the Taj Mahal. Very cool. And she says, if you ever get a chance, just go. Yeah. So it's just, it's all this all this visit you know yeah. traveling that I want to do. Yeah. So um, I don't know. And work towards working maybe half a year and traveling the other half. I don't know. That's yeah. awesome that too. Like so. That's the life dream, I think. Right? Yeah. Everybody, even non-travelers, like, <laughs> just just trying to be out yeah. of the office. <laughs> 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 so that travel list just keeps growing, though. Yeah. You get, you know, you hear yeah. what other people have done, and it's like, yeah, ten years won't be that hard to fill up. I probably. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, Cool. Well, I think I don't have any other questions. Do you have any questions? Amanda? I, I don't. You're like, we talked about dogs. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite topic. <laughs> awesome. Well, this has been fun. We're going to cheers to the holiday season. Well, you know what? We don't have our drinks. You guys don't know that on the podcast because you can't see us. But I have my drink. But we're bringing the drinks out. So we'll wait for the cheers on that. Soon. Soon. New cheers. Um, oh, drinks. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we're going to cheers to yeah, the holiday season and the new year. Yeah. Thanks and, for coming to talk with us. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Brenda, for coming and hanging out and sharing um, beverages and appetizers with us at this lovely little beer house. So cool. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Support for Paper Airplanes is brought to you by Fusion Medical Staffing. It's hosted and produced by me, Stephanie Gorchowski. Our theme music is by Flashing Lights. This episode's music is by Scott Buckley. Paper Airplanes is a part of Fusion Storytellers. Our campaign is wrapping up next week, so if you're a medical traveler with a story, you still have time to get it submitted. Why do you love traveling? How did you get started? Where do you hike each summer? Show us a video of you snorkeling or surfing. Whatever has impacted your travel life along the way, we want to see it. Plus, your video could win you a four-night tropical vacation. So be sure you're posting your videos to Instagram with the hashtag Fusion Storytellers. If you want to be a part of the podcast, I would love to chat with you. You can send me an email to podcast at fusionmedstaff.com or reach out to one of your Fusion recruiters and they can put you in touch with me too. And in the meantime, happy holidays, happy new year, and happy travels.